Welcome to the Big Mig Talk Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. We are the tip of the spear, cutting through the noise and delivering an hour of unfiltered news, guests, and truth that transcends boundaries and unites the nation. This is the Big Mig Talk Radio Show. Welcome to the Big Mig Talk Radio Show. This is our maiden voyage. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with my co-host, ever-vigilant George Ballantine, tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And you know we already do that on our podcast, and we are going to hold the line, and we are going to continue to be the edge of the knife and continue to bring you the truth, the receipts, the right guests on our new talk radio show. George, I am super excited to be here, brother. I mean, I'm pumped that we have a radio show now. I'm super pumped too there with you, Lance. It's great to have our own segment now, just the Big MIG with the Big MIG Mafia radio people. That's what the, um, our Big MIG Mafia and our video rumble um, episodes, they call themselves. So you guys are going to be the Big MIG Mafia radio people. Welcome. <laughs> I, I, lo I love it. More Big Mig Mafia time, more time to get the news. There's so much going on. We've got to cover it all. And it seems like we never get all of it covered in our podcast. But at the end of the day, look, I want to th start by thanking our sponsors, Beard Vet Coffee at BeardVet.com, 12-ounce bag for $12.99. These guys are amazing, and I'm going to tell you what they're doing. They have given us a promo code. Uh, prior to this, we didn't have a promo code. We were just doing it because they're a straight sponsor deal, but they want to be able to track it. So if you are listening to this radio show and you want 10% off on your entire order, and by the way, this promo code works on Beard Vet Tactical and Beard Vet Energy Drink also. Use all caps, the big MIG. All caps, the big MIG. That's the promo code you want to use on Beard Vet Coffee. Get over there. Try out their coffee. They've got Keurigs. They've got tumblers. They've got it all. And you can even buy your ammunition there. And, of course, as always, our one of our top sponsors, been with us for a long time, seaofmud.com. Patriotic apparel for the whole family. They've got tumblers. They've got beanies. They've got T-shirts. They have got all sorts of gifts. The guy's got an incredible sense of humor. His name is Kyle, and I'm telling you, he brings the pain. He's an amazing guy. And both of these companies, you know what? America first, George. Patriotic Americans, America first, parallel economy. Now, I just want to tell you guys, get over there and support these guys. We need the parallel economy. We know we've got lots of products coming out of China. We've got lots of woke agenda. We don't want to have that going on. Go to American companies. George, the news cycle's out of control. I mean, we were jamming news up right up until we were getting ready to do this show. Am I right? I mean, March Madness, baby. March Madness. This is what this month's going to be. There's <laughs> exactly. so much stuff going on, Lance. It's like it's incredible. You're like you don't know where to, which way to turn anymore. Hey, and I want to point out, March is the best month of the year. It's also my birthday month, George. I am an Aries. My birthday is March 27th for the Big Mig Mafia and our other listeners. I just want to tell you that. So if you guys want to send some gifts or whatever, please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to write this down right now. I don't have your Shameless birthday. Shameless plug, buddy. Shameless plug. Got to plug my birthday always. But listen, have you seen, I am just, I'm so irritated with Nikki Haley. I'm over her. I don't want to deal with her anymore. She can't win a primary. And, and yesterday she comes out and she says, 
you know, uh, Nikki Haley demands all Trump cases be dealt with before the election day. You know, and I guess this all comes down to if you can't win legitimately, George, you might as well push the opposition and try to get them jailed. That way you can just become the only choice because that's the only way she's going to win. Am I right? You're absolutely right. And you know what? By her saying that, it's, it's what a liberal does. It's what our Democrats have been doing. They've been trying to find any which way to get Trump out of this race. Now, she, by her comments is doing that, she just jumped on the bandwagon with them. She's deep you know, state. She, deep state all the way. Yet, she's yet to win. And I love what you just said there. I agree 100%. She has yet to win a primary caucus. And I, I just can't believe she's talking about this plethora of bogus legal cases, you know, that, that, that uh, you know, the, the front runner, who's Donald Trump, obviously, he wins every primary, and she wants these cases dealt, her exact words were, I want these cases to be dealt with before the election in November. You know, she says, I think all the cases should be dealt with before November. Haley said this in an interview with NBC, and it pisses me off. First of all, I don't like NBC, and now you've got her just jumping on the bandwagon with NBC. And to me, that's that's traitor territory, right? Don't you agree? NBC is not one of the good guys. Absolutely not. Anybody that ends with a C right now over there, ABC, NBC, CB, all of them, they're just mainstream liars. But Lance, I want to say something to Nikki Haley. Hey, Nikki Haley, how does it feel to want? Yeah, exactly. She She's wanting for sure. At the end of the day, she's got no chance. Even if Trump wasn't in the running, nobody's going to vote for her. I don't know who we would pick at that point. But at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. We don't want Nikki Haley as president. She can't be trusted. I call her flip-flop Haley because she constantly is changing her mode. But I like what she says. She goes, I just think a president has to live according to the laws, too. You don't get complete immunity. Well, at the end of the day, that's not what the laws say. And the Supreme Supreme Court is obviously going to have a decision since that immunity argument is in front of them now and they've agreed to hear it. So I do believe it gives the president a tremendous amount of leeway. But at the end of the day, you got the people over at The View saying, well, if that's true, then Joe Biden can jail all the Republicans. More garbage coming straight out of The View. I'm sick of the people at The View, George. The View? Are they people? I mean, listen, <laughs> all they do is spew hatred and lies. They're, they're, you know, they call us racist extremists. No, they're the extremists with the words and the things they do. Listen, I, I, I was at an event last night. It was a, it was um, a presidential debate for like the Green Party and the Socialist Party. And I tell you, I had such a headache from after this two-hour event from the what the people are saying. I mean, Lance, they're delusional. I don't know where they come up with these things. You know, I think it's great that we offered that on our channel over at Rumble. And obviously, guys, if you want more of the Big Mig, you can go over to Rumble and you can subscribe. We do shows every, damn near every day now, it seems like. But at the end of the way, George, I, I think it's important that we hear what they have to say. But some of the stuff just wasn't reasonable. I love the fact that they said end the Fed. I love the fact that they wanted limited government. All those were good. But some of the other stuff was just out of left field. And I have to be honest, they didn't seem very prepared but at the end of the day, that just further proves that the top pick for us is Donald Trump. And it's not because we only believe in Trump. We believe in Trump because that's the situation we're in right now. And I think he's the perfect. Let's say, face it. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And it is a uniparty in Washington, D.C. And let's face it. If we don't get somebody in there, neither one of them wants him in there, George. And if we don't get somebody in there that's going to make a difference and really drain the swamp this time, I think the country is at a tipping point. What do you think? 
Um, absolutely. But, I, I, you know, I want to just enlighten the, um, our listeners right now about with Nikki Haley because Nikki Haley knows she's not going to win this primary. There's no way for her to win this primary. By her taking people's money and donations, it just shows that she's only for her selfish benefit. And, and you voters out there, you donators, I don't know why you even donating and wasting your money going sending it to her. There's no reason to it. Either you send it to Trump or give it to the veterans. We have a lot of veterans that could use that money. There's no reason to give it. It's a waste of time and a waste of money. Like, I don't understand you know, people that are sending her money. We know that the Democrats and big Democrat donors were sending her money. And that was another way they, you know, trying to take out Trump. Not going to happen, not going to work, but all right. So a lot of them bowing out, but there's still people like supporting her and giving her money. Like, what do you, yeah, what do you guys think? There's no thinking? doubt, George. I think you're over the target on that, but we continue to see that, right? You can't fund the RNC. At the end of the day, they're still not doing the right things with the money. They still haven't done it. I mean, we're finally going to get some relief. It looks like Rona is actually going to resign. But at the end of the day, it's not soon enough. She's waiting till after Super Tuesday, I believe, is what the date is. At the end of the day, we, she might as well resign now. A lot of people are pushing for Scott Pressler. But we're going to need somebody in there that can really make definitive decisions. I guess Laura Trump is also considering it. I'd love to see in there. But I, I got to tell you this, George. I think anybody that gets in there or even as president, we need to see a reduction in big government. Have you seen the story about Steve Baker and what's going on with him covering the January 6th insurrection, which I like to call the Fed's direction, you know that. They just arrested him. He just had to self-surrender for covering the story. Now, he's a blaze journalist now. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, but this is some crazy stuff that somebody that's simply covering a story now that the FBI has weaponized themselves to this point. Well, you know... This is a weaponization of our um, justice system in the, in this country, like never seen before. And the the Democrats are taking full control of it. And we always say, we always talk about this, Lance. They they've been coming after us conservatives for a while now, suppressing us. And and I, we keep telling everybody, this is not about if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you're socialist. This is about our rights as American citizens. And they're taking them away. And once they're done with us, they're going to come after the other side. And just a point example, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, they just, the FBI just raided his longtime aide's house and pulled out boxes of boxes of documents. And they're doing that. Why? Because Eric Adams is trying to stop his sanctuary city, like, you know, reverse that. Yeah, because yeah, I saw he can't that. Take and, it. Again, and again, that's, you know, that's what they do each time that the person doesn't cooperate to go along with the narrative. Here comes the weaponization from the DOJ, the FBI, DHS. Here comes SISA suppressing. And, you know, they love they love to suppress, right? It's the, it's the uh, suppression industrial complex. It's the fact that they don't like 1A and they want to stop it. I think the Baker story is a top story as far as the concerns of them uh, obviously circumventing and ignoring the U.S. Constitution, which is the supreme law of the land. At the end of the day, I think there's going to be consequences for it. And the fact that he had to self-surrender, and they told him something crazy, George, that I don't understand. They said, turn yourself in in shorts and flip-flops. Huh? I don't really get that. I know, it's the craziest they thing they told him. And I think they wanted to embarrass him. They wanted to do one of those early embarrassments. Anyway, we're going to take a big, a, big, a really quick break. You guys don't go anywhere. More Big Mig radio talk show when we come back.
toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup. A declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet-founded, vet-focused, and beard-operated. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. Welcome back to the Big MIG Talk radio show from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. I am your host, Lance Miliaccio, and of course, my co-host, George Ballantine, ever vigilant, ever grinding away. George, we're back, and we're talking about the Steve Baker self-surrender FBI arrest story. Uh, this journalist, I mean, all he did was really cover the insurrection event at January 6th, which we, of course, love to call the Fed surrection. But this is nearly three years after January 6th, 2021. And he's a, a reporter for The Blaze now. He wasn't a reporter then, but he's an investigative journalist. And he wrote an article, George, and I believe this is what triggered Chris Ray's FBI uh, and, and the plan to take down Baker is that he started questioning you know, the tyrannical government that we're seeing out of Washington, D.C., and he started questioning the roles of maybe higher-level players that were involved in this event on January 6th. What are your thoughts, George? Because I think once you step over the line and once you start investigating, arresting, uh, you know, suppressing, uh, you know, truth, investigative journalists, people that are putting out the real information. Isn't that a slippery slope? Aren't we creating what we would really have to be concerned is no different than, say, uh, Russia or no different than the Chinese government? Well, it, uh, Baker's uh, what you call old school journalism. You know, when journalists actually talked about the truth, they brought the truth to the people to um, let them decide, you know, discern for yourselves. We're actually going now backwards in society. You know, we have this thing called 1A, freedom of speech. You know, it protects our speech, journalism. And now they just keep going after journalists, keep going after their sources. Because why? Because they're afraid. Because if, you if you're not with the status quo, they're coming after you. And it's just this weaponization is it's getting worse and worse every day. I mean, if you want to go, let's go to CCP in China, over there with the Chinese. Go, go to North. Go, go to North Korea. It's even exactly. better. Exactly. If you if you don't love the country, then get the heck out of here. At the end of the day, this started because of a group that I specifically don't like. They're far left wing, and their title is the Sedition Hunters. So they compiled a, a really rather large spreadsheet of all types of journalists. And what they've done is they've they've tracked them down using all the uh, video that has been released, and they've given them designations like interior breach, interior press corps, restricted grounds. They basically have assigned 160 different 
confirmed journalists. And then they created an additional spreadsheet listing 45 unconfirmed reporters and photographers, because obviously the people had equipment, they had camera people with them, they had microphones. But the point is, they were tracking the journalists. And the Sedition Hunters has really been behind a lot of the arrests, George. And I think it's disgusting what they're doing. This is so un-American. They're basically doing the work for these government agencies and then submitting these reports in the hope that the DOJ and the FBI will bring charges against these people. But if you think about it, this guy wrote an article, George, that I think really wasn't anything. They, you know, they started blocking him on his Twitter page. He, he had all these searches he did, and he started. He wrote an article, and at the point, he was he had all kinds of journalistic activities way prior to January six. I mean, and they tried to hide the interviews he was doing on WUSA and CBS News affiliates in D.C., and he also did a, a, a YouTube video. So clearly he was there to cover the event. I mean, what are your thoughts? You know, we are just talking about this, Lance, and one thing that um, that concern that's concerning is a lot of people, you know, even though they're not working for a press agency or a radio show or media, they'll say they're independent journalists. And even though we have that right, Baker is wasn't working for anybody. He's going to use that, and but they're going to use that against him. You say you weren't working for anybody, but it doesn't matter. We still have you still as an individual in this country can say you're an independent journalist and go report the news. You don't need credentials. You might need credentials to park in the um, parking for the um, press, but you don't need it to get a video camera and start filming somewhere. So that's I mean, what he clearly did. That's what he clearly did there. We know that. You know that. They know that. But they just, they don't like what he's talking about. Well, I'll tell you something. He did a frame-by-frame -frame analysis of his own videos. He published an article on January 13th. It was a 9,500-word opus. And it was a blog detailing what he experienced that day. And what he said was what I saw, the title of it was what I saw on January 6th in Washington, D.C. Now, I think that makes him a journalist. At the end of the day, independent journalism has really exploded because of social media, because of all the opportunities to write threads and blogs. Let's face it. We do it ourselves. We're on Rumble. We're on Locals. We're on X. And our whole thing is exposing the news and truth, not only domestically, but internationally. Because at the end of the day, we don't like what mainstream media has been doing. You and I decided that was the plan. But if you look it up, he even did a follow-up article on February 24th, and he, and he called it, Who Was Up the Chain on January 6th? We've had a lot, George, on our show. We've had a lot of truth tellers, even Capitol Police officers. And they've told us that there was a lot of people up the chain that seemed to be involved in what we call the Fed's erection. And at the end of the day, that uh, articles, those articles he wrote, they've been viewed by hundreds of thousands of readers on his blog and tons of various social media pages. Obviously, this wasn't acceptable to this regime. We know this regime on both sides of the aisle is corrupted. And he expected, and listen to this, he, he told Blaze News that he had been instructed to turn himself in at the agency's field office at 7 a.m. And they told him he should be wearing shorts and sandals. <laughs> I just, which I believe, I mean, that does that sound crazy to you, George? It sounds crazy to me. I believe it was like a humiliation event. They were hoping he was going to look really stupid when he showed up at the FBI office as part of the scam. Well, I'm sure they had the press just waiting all over to videotape him, just like they did to Roger Stone. And of course, I'm sure the fastest thing they can do is throw him in an orange jumpsuit and handcuff him and give him the whole prisoner transport diesel therapy routine. Well, Lance, what do you think? The whole, I mean, the whole purpose of that is to make him not look like a j real journalist, you know, because, you know, they're always dressed up in suits and ties and just make them looking like an ordinary citizen 
so it makes the role like he was just one of the one of the MAGA people there. That's what that's all about. But yeah, quite, you know, I, I don't. Right. Did they give him bail? I'm not sure. I didn't. Even I don't think he's at his hearing yet. Of course, he has to have his arraignment where he enters not guilty, guilty or no low contendere. So he has to enter a plea first, and then they might talk about bail at that time. So is he still I'm sure they aren't going to provide him bail because they're going to come up with a bunch of excuses and say he's dangerous. Maybe they will. He self-surrendered, so that goes to his benefit that they didn't have to go get him. At the end of the day, I think that was a good choice that they gave him that option, but at the same time, it doesn't make me feel any warm and fuzzy about the FBI in any way. I don't think that's probably they were worried about the optics because the uproar on social media and the press is on fire because I think a lot of even the mainstream press people are concerned because where's the line, George? You cover the story, you don't cover the story. What happens that, what's the choice they make when all of a sudden you're guilty of an alleged crime versus a non-crime? I think the press was, it was really important that the press that was there to cover that historical event. At the end of the day, now they're being penalized. It's a, it's a frightening thing. I'm not comfortable with it at all, bro. I mean, either am I. Nobody should be comfortable with this. And anybody that says, you know, I'll oh, lock them up, throw away the key, you just don't know what you're talking about. And I said it before, we said it, you know, today, they're going to come after you sooner or later. When they're done going after all the conservatives, they're going to be coming after all the liberals because they want full control. They want, they basically want to turn us into a communist party. You call it a socialist party, call it whatever you want, but it's not an American party. It's not for the American people and what this country was founded on. Because yeah, we have amen. we have Declaration of Independence, and it's time that DOJ starts abiding by those. Um, it's, it's not what the founders and famers, framers wanted, George. But I got to tell you, at the end of the day, you're going to love this next story, George. Joe Biden is the big guy. After years of denials, Hunter Biden, the the the, the little weasel, has finally acknowledged that Joe was the big guy in the $5 million China deal. Now that's no surprise, we knew it all along. And I mean, we couldn't have waited any longer. Everybody's been you know, yelling from the rooftops about, uh, and this all has to do with the Wednesday impeachment inquiry deposition that his father, Joe, and how his involvement was. Now, of course, this is all referenced in many emails, Wait. even the ones that had aliases, hold on a minute. And it, and I, and it obviously linked the Chinese state energy firm to millions for the Biden family members and other associates. And that was three years after that story broke. But you know what he didn't do, George? What do you think he didn't do? Hmm. That's a good question, Lance. What? He rejected the notion that the president was ever penciled in for the 10% for the big guy stake. He's acting like that's not the deal. What do you think? I think he's full of BS because we all know it is part of the deal. I mean, just like you just said, you know, he only said the 5 million China deal. What about all the other deals, the Ukrainian stuff where it said, you know, for the big guy, yeah. a lot of big guy was mentioned a lot of times and with a lot of, you know, a lot of stories and a lot of money. So what, what was the purpose of the big guy, you know, getting that 10% or 5% or 20% that we don't know of? There's a lot of percentage the big guy is getting. The fact of the matter is, that Joe Biden is the big guy. He's supposed to get a percentage. He lied. They should be out. Like, they're portraying. What's crazy is Hunter Biden, his lawyers, and, of course, the media are portraying, like, oh, he didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing wrong here. There's no smoking yeah. gun. Well, there is a smoking gun. 
Yeah, well, you know, Matt Gates has said a lot about it. Of course, it's influence peddling, right? At the end of the day, if you can put the vice president of the United States, or even when he was a congressional member, if you're doing a deal and you can introduce him to your dad, the senator, or your dad, the vice president, isn't that influence peddling? Isn't that control? Isn't that power? That's what they were doing. They weren't selling uh, knowledge. Hunter Biden didn't have any knowledge of the oil industry. Now, listen, don't you guys go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more on the Hunter Biden story. And we've got a lot of other big stories. The Big Mig Talk Radio Show. Big Mig Mafia. Stay tuned. Stay seated. More to come. Gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free in the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet-founded, vet-focused, and beard-operated. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. Welcome back to the Big Mig Talk radio show. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, and George Ballantine, my co-host, working away we are going audio now. We're going global. We're going international. It's what we do. And at the end of the day, you know our plan to unite the country through education. We are the tip of the spear always. 1A is under attack. The American people should be extremely concerned. Once again, the FBI in full swing. They arrest Baker today. And if you haven't been living under a rock, you know that all he did was cover the January 6th event and at the end of the day, they have retaliated. A weaponized FBI may be one of the most dangerous things we have on the planet. Of course, the Democrats currently are controlling them. They use it against Trump. They use it against General Mike Flynn. They used it against Roger Stone. And they've used it against all the J6 defendants. I think you have to really start to get concerned, George. I'm, my big fear is... Where is the end of this? When do they stop or do they just get getting more and more ramped up? If they win against Baker, are they going to take the sedition hunters list and go after everybody else with some trumped up garbage? Well, you know, Lance, they, they said they're going to start going after anybody that was even outside the Capitol on a, you know, for, you know, cause it's trespassing. They're going to say, so, you know, they're just going to go one by one until they get it done. I mean, this whole thing is a scam. You have to look at like the J6 committee. After that committee was done and over and the Republicans won the House, they burned the documents. They shredded them. They got rid of all that those documents from the J6 committee, which is should be government archives. It's our, it's our paperwork. They shouldn't have done that. They should be charged with that, but no one's being charged. And it just goes yeah, to agree. show that it's, you, we always say it, the unit party, we have these Republicans, they all talk and they don't follow through. I mean, you just well, look at J6 with the camera situation where they testified yeah. they have all the cameras, and it turns out they didn't give them all the cameras. 
footage. Well, they always look out for their own, and there's no doubt they've been hiding Brady and exculpatory material. As we know, right before the break, we were talking about Hunter Biden, and we were covering how he had obviously finally admitted that the big guy was Joe Biden. Now, what I don't understand is he's denying that Joe Biden got any money, but yet there's no explanation for these China energy money laundering checks. One check was a $40,000 check that Joe Biden received from his brother James following a very complicated financial tr transaction that had to do with CEFC China Energy. Now, I don't understand how he can deny that his dad was getting any cut of these deals. And at the end of the day, he was getting a cut for influence peddling. Comer released the bank records, George, and he showed last year that the firm, a shuttered entity, was apparently part of this whole CCP Belt and Road foreign influence campaign, which you know that was a big scheme that they had trying to get multiple government officials to participate, and they were successful. They paid James and Hunter Biden $6.1 6 million in 2017 and 2018, and that included a $5 million wire on August 8, 2017. Now, this is days after Hunter texted a CEFC translator that he was sitting here waiting for the call with his father. Now, I think that's damning evidence that Joe Biden was much more than just a friendly guy getting on the phone, a friendly old guy, George. But these transfers to these entities owned and controlled by Hunter, these funds flowed through all sorts of Biden family members. In my understanding, there's nine of them. 50000 landing in personal checking accounts for James and his wife, Sarah. The first brother writing the $40,000 check to, at that time, the former vice president, as a loan repayment. But yet... James has never produced one loan document proving that these were legitimate loans, George. Thoughts? Well, you said nine Biden family members. Isn't one of them a, a one of, like his granddaughter? So why is one of these kids even getting money? If that doesn't, it's not a red flag. I don't know what is. That just, just says it all there, Lance. What, a grandkid getting money? And you, you asked the question, why did Biden, I mean, Hunter, deny that his father got the money? I'm going to answer it for you, Lance. I'm going to help you out and all our listeners. Because if you <laughs> okay. have the last name of Biden, Obama, or Clinton, you don't have to worry about any laws. You're not going to get yeah. prosecuted. You can you can destroy evidence. You can bleach your phones and, and smash the phones and bleach the computers. You can have a server that's uh, yeah. unsecure. You can, you can own 20-some Blackberries that you bought off of eBay that you just keep throwing in the trash. You could, shoot, so, you could shoot somebody in the back of the head and murder them, and the, the police will claim it's suicide. You know, that's yeah, Seth two, Richards. No, two, shots, two shotgun blasts to the back yeah. of the head, George. I, I think I, it was. How, yeah. does a, how does a person <laughs> shoot himself twice with a shotgun? If you can, I have no idea. If you can explain that out. to me <laughs> and with a reasonable explanation— all right, yeah. I'll accept it. There is no explanation, George. It's Clinton's side. That's all it is, Clinton's side. At the end of the day, I just want to say this. George and I are not suicidal. We are not suicidal. Let me put that out there because we're talking about Hillary Clinton right now. We know what the effects of that usually are. But look, let's get back to Hunter because he, he uses this line in court, George, that's just nauseating, which is not even close to the truth. He said he, he describes his financial relationship with Joe that it's a normal son who would take care of something for their dad or their dad would take care of something for their son. I don't know about you, but $50,000 transfers that are, that are linked to other big deposits. At the end of the day, he was paying his dad some crazy amount of money for that house he was living in, which obviously was another way to launder the money. He said, my dad calls me like I'm sure a lot of your parents do or a lot of you do with your children. If I'm with people that are friends of mine, I'll have him say hi. 
Now, that's not what was going on, because when he talked about having his dad sitting next to him, it's because he was demanding that the payment hadn't showed up, and he was saying you need to send that payment right away. It was a veiled threat, and it was influenced by him. We've been hearing about all this stuff for a long time now. We've been hearing about all this stuff on these speaker phones, this Joe Biden, Hunter Biden speaker phone thing. And a lot of people at the ranking members are saying these are nothing. They were, they were all illicit. But, of course, the Democrats are resonating and saying, oh, people say, hey, Dad, why you say hello to my friends? Now, I don't believe it was even anything close to that. It's a bunch of BS. Even Gates has scoffed at this explanation. And he's saying that the first son's purported expertise as a businessman is in question. And it's true. Hunter Biden had no experience in the oil industry. He had no experience to be getting these massive payments, which, to the life of me, I can't figure out how he burned up all the money. Maybe it was all hooker and blow. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the parting. But he, this was what Gates says. He has, it, it is a mirage to believe that Hunter Biden was engaged in international business. This was a bribe masquerading as international business transaction. I think he nailed it, George. What do you think? He, he did. And um, Matt Gates, we're just waiting for the charges, impeachment on Joe Biden, because, you know, Biden's they're playing him like a fiddle. And actually, if you looked at Hunter Biden, his eyes were just he didn't blink for, I don't know, a minute, two minutes. And his eyeballs were pretty big, as a kite. I think there was a little cocaine in the membrane over there with him. But cocaine in the Ukraine. So you know what? I want to talk about something like they try to normalize all this. Now the lawyers are trying to normalize and say that Hunter Biden had experience to work for Burisma and had experience to do with China. I mean, no, he did not have experience. There's no way because even a Chi one of the Chinese um. People said that um, Hunter Biden is an idiot. He had experience in selling overpriced art, that's yeah. for sure. He had so, that under control. I want to talk about like part <laughs> of the deposition because at one point in the deposition, Hunter Biden described his financial relationship with his father as that of a normal son who would take care of something for their dad or their dad would take care of something for their yeah, son. I, I said that a few minutes ago I know. and I argue that's a bunch of BS. Well, that's something, that's something for his dad. Right, that something was the ten percent he was getting for his dad, and the something for his son was, you won't get in trouble if you get caught, because I'm I'm well, the vice hey, president. They, they've That's done a great job so far. He's paid no consequences yeah. for the gun charge. He's made no consequences for the tax charges. Right, the tax fraud charges. They, I believe there are more tax fraud charges. I think he avoided taxes on a lot of this, as did his father. The classified documents issue that it sounds like he accessed some of the classified documents that came out a couple of days ago. At the end of the day, it all comes into question what's going on here. I mean, the Bidens are the crime cartel of the Washington, D.C. elite. They've been doing it for a long time. They're experienced in it. It's disgusting, and I'm sick of it. I want to see accountability and consequences. You've heard me say this on the Big MIG show on Rumble and Locals and on X and we stream live many, many times. At the end of the day, it is what it is. But, George, Lance, I don't know if you saw this I, next story. Hold up, but I want to I want to take one real quick question. I want to ask you a question. Lance, if you're in a board meeting, and unless you say I was your dad, right? But well, I'm just a regular guy. I'm not president or nothing. just an old man. And you're in a big board meeting, and I call you. Are you going to answer and put me on speakerphone in front of the board members or you're no. going to say son I'll call you, dad I'll call you right no. back 
No, what, what I would do is if it wasn't an emergency, he would know I probably wouldn't even engage my father or my mother on that phone call. I would wait till after the meeting. If they kept texting me, I would think it was something important. I might text them, is it an emergency? I'm in a meeting. And if they said, yes, it is, then I would have called right away. But if it wasn't an emergency, no, I would never uh, be disrespectful for the other people I was in a meeting with. But I think that's the nature, right? At the end of the day, they always want to, they want to, always want to create some narrative that allows them to manipulate the press, manipulate the narratives on social media they started in dc they funnel it out to all the big mainstream media the msnbc's and the cbs's and the washington post and then here comes the onslaught from social media and that's the whole game right and at the end of the day nothing ever comes from it the Republicans do nothing except stomp their feet and have a another committee hearing and another subpoena where's the impeachment where are the arrests related to this? At the end of the day, Joe Biden is guilty. I'm convinced of it. There's no doubt in my mind. That's my opinion, and I have the right to say that. I'm sure there are many people that won't agree with you and I, George. I think he's guilty. I think Hunter Biden's guilty. I want to see them get arrested right now. Well, At the Lance, end of the day, but it's got to happen now. So listen, we're going to go to commercial in a few minutes, in a few seconds, but. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what's going on in Colorado. And just so our uh, listeners know, Lance is from Colorado. I am from North Jersey and New York City. And we're going to talk about what's going on because there's a lot of things that you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. awful. We'll be back right after these messages. You're up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup. A declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet-founded, vet-focused, and beard-operated. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. Welcome back to the Big Make Talk radio show. I am your host, Lance Miliacho. If you've just joined us, I have George Ballantine at my side. We're dropping truths. We are the edge of the knife. You know we're going to bring the pain, even if it's in my own state. This next story has got me wrapped up, George. I hate the topic. I hate the people involved. And I hate the fact that the people of Colorado will continue to keep this state liberal, loaded with Democrats. I would have to believe, George, if they knew about this story, they would obviously want to change things. But at the end of the day, I never know. This is disgusting. It Colorado is. Representative Scott Bottoms confirmed that people are buying one to five-year-old children for sex. You know, Give Lance, me some thoughts on this, George. I know he says this all, almost all the time. They get off on probation after buying a child and raping a little child. This is freaking what sickening. The, what the frick? I don't know if you if these guy people are confirming this. What are they doing about it? That's what I want to know. That's what people need to know. We're talking about children. They're innocent. They should have no harm come to them. And you're telling me. They say people get off for probation and after buying a child and raping a little child, what is going on in this country? Because you know those These type are of people, people. they're going to continue to do this again. He goes, 100%. He goes, there are times that, that he is discouraged about his job as representative, right? He's saying this. And also just what happens here at the Capitol. Well, 
Do something about it if you're discouraged. Well, he tried. They tried to raise a vote on making some really stiff sentences and tough consequences. Let's listen to the audio clip we've got, George. It's about a minute 51, but I want I want people to hear straight from the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the source. Now, I've already reached out to Colorado Representative Scott Bottoms, and I've asked him to come on the Big MIG show, whether it's on our talk radio show, whether it's on one of our audio podcasts or on Rumble. I'm trying to get him on. I'm going to reach out to his office tomorrow at the Capitol building and leave a message also. All right, Lance, I'm going to bring this clip up. We're going to listen to this. It's about two minutes long. Here we go. Here we go. These are the times that I am discouraged about my job as a representative and also just what happens here at the Capitol. We sat in a committee all day discussing whether or not somebody that buys little children, these are two, three, four, five-year-old kids, and they buy them for sex, that we tried to get a bill through, Representative Bradley sent one through, that was going to put these buyers in jail. Right now, most of the time, they get off on probation. Almost all the time, they get off on probation after buying a child and raping a little child. And we tried to say, well, they need to at least serve a minimum of four years. And then we sat and listened to the Democrats fight against this bill, fight against putting these people in jail, and came up with all kinds of reasons, including that these buyers are victims themselves. This is very discouraging, and it's also very disgusting for me that they would actually defend this. And then they voted completely along party lines. The Democrats voted 100% that they did not want to put these pedophiles in jail. They defended the pedophiles. This is why it's so difficult sometimes to do what we do around here. We know we're on the side of right. We know we're on the side of morality. And we get shot down by, I do not understand the thought process behind this, but we do get shot down. This is why I would encourage you to do a few things to help us with this. First, if you believe in prayer at all, please pray. We are fighting truly dark forces here. This is not okay. This is evil stuff that we're dealing with. And if you have the ability to come up and testify on, on bills or anything like this, please do so. Your voice is very important to what we're trying to accomplish around here. We are the minority, but with you, we become a powerful force. Wow. I mean, right now they get off on probation for raping a child. It's just disgusting. This human trafficking thing has got to stop. I feel like the Democrats are supporting it. I don't think it's very far off of what's happening with the immigration invasion. And then they got all these kinds of reasons why the buyers are victims. How is the buyer of a small child that has malintent for that small child a victim? They're trying to say that these people have a history of their own and that's why they're doing it. Nah, I'm not buying it. I'm not okay with it. I don't think it's acceptable and I want to see consequences because at the end of the day, these are pedophiles, plain and simple. I know they want to uh, wrap them in this new label, minor attracted persons. That's just more garbage. It's just another label they've created to try to dress it up because they know when people hear the word, the P word, the pedophile word, they know people are offended by it and they're afraid of it. At the end of the day, these people should get long term sentences. I don't think they're fixable. I think it's a mental, uh, you know, a mental illness that they're not capable of getting over. Uh, George, you tell me if I'm wrong. No, Lance, you're not wrong because, you know, they baby these type of criminals because I can tell you from my own, my home state, New Jersey, in Rollway Prison, they call Avenel is where they put a lot of the like rapists and child predators and all that. They get to wear outside street clothes. They get PlayStations. They get all these kind of extras Meanwhile, you got other, all well, the regular prisoners are behind the bars and they ain't getting none of this stuff. They just baby them. 
I mean, Why the, is that? Why would they get a PlayStation? Why are we rewarding them for this kind of behavior? I don't think this is acceptable. And I think the Democrats are putting a clear signal that they're okay with this. This is why I don't understand in the state of Colorado, it's a liberal hellhole at this point because of this sort of behavior. I don't understand how the people here can be accepting of this. And this is why I want to get him on our show to give this actual story more exposure because these Democrats are disgusting that they would support this and be part of this. At the end of the yeah, I don't blame this guy for being uh, feeling like he just can't get his job done and, and how he feels about uh, what's going on at the Capitol here in Denver. Well, you know, something about these um, these type of offenders. I don't know. I, I got to look it up, the study, if there is. Like, how many of them, when they do get out, do are they repeat offenders? Are, they, are any getting re rehabilitated? And the next thing I'm going to say is, for right now, I don't know those answers, but if they do get out and they repeat, they should be cash rated. Plain and simple. That's it. I'm not even sure because a lot of times they say it's an act of violence. I don't know if that'll fix it. I, th I think we're willing to give that a try. At the end of the day, these are not good people. I don't think it's safe for the American people. Lobotomy, have these kind of people in the street. Probation isn't enough to monitor them because I think our probation systems are overwhelmed. I don't think that any of that is going to fix this, but who knows? I'm not sure. Listen, Trump's on a roll. Did you see the developing story that Judge Cannon has actually told Jack Smith, he actually admonished him, that the July 8th trial date in the classified docs case is unrealistic. Finally, Trump gets another quickie win because, of course, when Smith realized his other case was starting to fall apart, he tried to expedite this case. What do you think, George? Is this good luck? Is it good timing? Is it March Madness? What is it? It's March Madness, but I can tell you that Nikki Haley's not happy right now. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, listen, <laughs> yeah. it's we see every case that's been going against Trump is falling apart. You see in Georgia with Fannie Willis and, and Wade. I mean— there's no denying their corruption, their, their relationship before even Trump was charged. It's whether or not this judge is going to do the right thing. That's the question right here we're going to find out for that case. You see in New York, $384 million suit where nobody got hurt. There was no damages to nobody. The, only yeah, the damage, bank got paid the back only, their money. The bank loves Trump. Lance, they said they do business with him again. The only damage that was done was making America great again. Yeah. That's exactly. It. I mean, you got to. Why would these people want to come after somebody that's bettering their country? Because you know why? They're not for this country. They're either for their personal benefit or they're paid off by Big Pharma, the CCP. There's too much going on. I mean, you have the Florida case, you have the Georgia case, you have the New York cases. I mean, he's going to be coming up, I think, at the end of the month, starting with um, the taxation case or the. Um, yeah. No, is it I, no I love, not taxation. I love this quote. I love this quote they hit Smith with when Smith's teams try to blame Trump's attorney, Chris Keis, for taking on both the Bragg case and the classified docs case. And he argued his work schedule related to both matters should not preclude the FLA trial from moving forward. Of course, Judge Cannon popped up and reminded the DOJ that the right to access all court proceedings doesn't apply to the lawyers, but to the accused. I think that's an incredible blow to their case. I don't really know exactly where this is going to go. Hopefully it's going to be good for Trump and there's going to be more delays. At the end of the day, they try to time all these, uh, these false, uh, you know, these false assaults on Trump's life and liberty so that they could obviously disrupt his campaign run. But the more they attack him, the bigger the big DT gets, huh? It is. And, you know, a valid point to make on here so people know, 
Judge Cannon is actually ruling on the law. She's going by the Constitution. She's going by the rule of law versus other judges going on their personal benefit, personal vendettas. That is the major difference. Because if let's say if this case was in Washington, D.C. or New York, it would go a different way. 100%. Well, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people believe that the real reason for the raid, George, was the missing 10-inch thick binder that has 3,000 pages of highly classified material related to the Russia, Russia, Russia election investigation and interference. Of course, now we know it's the Russian collusion hoax and that the dirty 51 plus 8, they say that the evidence in this binder is damning for well, the other side, and there should be many arrests that uh, should be triggered. Of course, that the, the national security officials say they're vexed by the disappearance, but you do know that they, they say that the binder was given to no less than the DOJ. Were you aware of that? Yes, I was. You know what, though? I'm pretty sure there's a copy of that binder somewhere, and when it surprised me... If, I'm not going to say who might have it. I'm a, I don't want to get um, my house raided or nothing. I don't have it. Lance don't have it. I know that. But somebody has that binder. Where is it? We may not know, but we know who's in it. We know Obama's in it. We know all the um, the DA, DEI's in it, the CIA director's in it. A lot of people are in it because they're the ones that were colluding. If anything, they may have been colluding with Russia to take down Trump. But they were definitely colluding because they spied on, on Trump and his administration. I mean, where is the dignity? He's a, he was a sitting president, and they were spying on the Oval Office. What gets me is, you tell me that nobody, Secret Service, nobody knew about this. That they were you know, spying him, hacking him, or tapping him, whatever, they, Howard, they were doing it. They did it when he was incoming, and they did it while he was in the um, Oval Office. There's just, that's how deep... The swamp is in D.C., the corruption. Well, there are multiple copies, and there's no question that there's a, maybe there's more people, at least you and I believe that from some things we've heard. Uh, Trump ordered the declassification of this binder. They shouldn't have been, they seem to be so focused on the binder. A lot of people think that's why they raided it, because they were trying to recover all the copies. Who knows? Well, Cash Patel's had some great interviews, and he's putting out a lot of information on this, George. But I think we might be ready for a break. Am I right? Yeah, Lance, I can tell you this, though. When they ordered Trump to shut off all those video cameras when they were raiding Mar-a-Lago, I can tell you that there were some cameras that were still rolling, and there's some tapes, and we're just waiting for them to be released. Because Bam. Yep. I think you're right. Cash has inferred that there's a lot more information coming out, and this is just going to get bigger and bigger. Well, I am afraid we are out of time, our loyal listeners. The Big Me Radio Talk Show Maiden Voyage. We've come to an end. We're going to be here every Saturday into perpetuity. You do not want to miss Lance Miliacho or George Valentine bringing the tip of the spear like we do. Don't forget to find us on Rumble, Locals, X, G. Ballantine on X, Lance Miliacho on X, The Big Big Show. Follow, subscribe. We're going to be looking forward to this event every Saturday from here on out. George, thanks so much. Amazing show. We're bringing the pain every Saturday. Do not forget, guys. We'll see you guys next Saturday. Thank you for listening. Have a good weekend.